Quantum Fiber presents a back-to-class fast fact to brighten up the start of your school year. Did you know that Edison didn't invent the light bulb? Humphrey Davy did. Very illuminating, right? Here's another fast fact. Quantum Fiber delivers ultra-fast, super-reliable internet to help you succeed all school year long. All at a budget-friendly price. Go back to school with Quantum Fiber. Visit Q.com to learn more. Limited availability. Service in select locations only. Bob. Hey, Bob. He's a four-time tire rotation champion. When he was a baby, his first words were automatic transmission fluid. Bob's so cool, he has engine coolant running through his veins. And then there's Kyle, also known as premium unleaded. Legend has it that Kyle can change your oil with his toes and that he can tell your tire's air pressure just by how you're walking. He's Bob, he's Kyle, and every Saturday morning they morph together to form the greatest superhero known to man, Mr. Mechanic. Check engine lights don't stand a chance. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show on 1110 KFAB. Good Saturday morning to you. This is the Mr. Mechanic Show. This is an interactive call-in show where uh, you provide the questions and uh, we'll help you provide the answers and get you the top one or two or three or uh, a lot of times we can direct you right straight to the problem we've been there more than a few times so we are buchanan service centers 50th and dodge 80th and dodge guaranteed brakes 49th avenue and dodge we're on dodge so stop in see us we'll help you out with your car that question get you pointed in the right direction you know let you take over the repair and you know if it if it goes south we'll pick up the pieces yeah we've done that before too I'm Bob. Next to me is Kyle. Kyle, we picked up a few pieces a couple times, haven't we? Oh, God. We prefer them not to be in multiple boxes, just maybe one. Yeah, that's generally the trunk. (laughs) (laughs) Been there before. You know, and then uh, maybe as uh, as close back together as you can get it. But, you know, we're not not really in the restoration business. We're there to get you over the hump and get you back. So uh, there's always that. It's always that car repair you're eager to get it done, get the parts, get it going, and then somewhere between the second or third pop or the second or third beer, Ugh. it tails off and you just... Yeah, we don't need this. can't <laughs> get to the finish line for some reason. And then you put it in the drive, or you put it in the garage because you don't want to... And then you put it in the driveway, and the next thing you know, it's been sitting there for months. But, boy, where did July go? July, July just flew by, didn't it? Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. So that's just how quickly a car project can go. And that means that here in a few days, it's probably going to be snowing. Ah, jeez, you know? Kyle. So we've got to get these projects done. We do, yeah. There's yeah. only a handful of car shows left. There is, you know, and I and I we talked about that. I was going to get out to a couple of them, and that just didn't materialize, and it mm. got hot. And I got a couple of convertibles, and you know, I think I, I look back on it, and everything I have doesn't have any air conditioning in it. Not one. Oh, well, you didn't plan that. Well, they're they're uh, two convertibles and uh, just a you know another car that just didn't have air conditioning. Mm. They didn't put a lot of air conditioning in convertibles. They did. They certainly did. You had to order it, and you had to pay for that, too. Yeah, yeah, and I, I could see kind of why they, why should I pay for air conditioning, which was an astronomical amount back in the day. Versus, Probably 150 bucks. Yeah, put the top down, put a hat on and some suntan lotion and drive all day. Mm-hmm. The one thing I can tell you, don't take a long trip 
Stop putting suntown up. lotion on. No, with you the top down. Burned up. And even on a nice day, even on a 60, 70 degree day, you get out and you are burnt. It, uh, it's not one of those things you notice till the next morning. It's like, uh, what happened? It's happened to me many times. You know, you walk out and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be fine. The sun ain't even out. And the next thing you're like, calling the burn unit. I know it. Well, because all the air just whips around inside a convertible and you're constantly cool and, you know, sometimes you even, don't even cold. No, don't even notice that you're getting burnt to a crisp. All right, we're gonna we've got a couple calls. We're gonna head over to Paul. Paul's got a 07 Trailblazer. Paul, what's going on today? Hey, good morning. Morning. I've got. Um, I'm throwing a code, and it's uh, 04. Where is it here? It's a canister purge valve code. P O four five five. Okay. And uh, so. I replaced the one uh, a year ago or so by the gas tank in the back. Okay. But this this one looks like it's at more in the engine compartment. Yep. And I also did I did the O2 sensor uh, not too long ago, and, and the code light went off for a while, but then it popped up. So I just wondered, do you think I'm uh, chasing my tail on this, or should I go ahead and replace that purge valve that's up front? I think you're so. Yeah. I, I think you're right on. That's what I think. Yeah. And uh, I also think you replaced. Well, you already know you replaced the oxygen sensor and didn't need to. But uh, mm. here, here's kind of the reason, and Kyle can t- back me up on this: is that uh, the purge valve is is opening when it shouldn't. There's an easy way mm. to test it. Mm-hmm. There's going to be one vacuum line coming from your intake. That's going to have constant mm-hmm. vacuum. You're looking for mm-hmm. the line that goes to the back of the truck. Pull that okay. line off. Start your vehicle. See if there's vacuum there. That oh, okay. So issue. just keep my, you need. I'll be able to feel if there is or not. Yep. Be yeah, 18 feel. inches of vacuum should suck your finger right into that. Yeah, noise. you need a vacuum source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't mm-hmm. want vacuum there while the thing's idling. If there's vacuum there, you know it's bad. Oh, oh okay. So I shouldn't feel vacuum. Nope. No. If you feel vacuum, oh. you know right away it's bad. And there's many other reasons for them to go bad. They could stick open a time or two. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with it, our controllers okay. we have at the shop, we can command this thing on and off a dozen times, and, you know, one out of ten times it may stick, and that'll cause a light. Yeah, so you have vacuum at one end that's constant, and then the other end should be uh, a valve that shuts on and off. And what Kyle's okay. saying is that valve's broke, so you got vacuum flowing through it the whole time. It it should be okay. it should be shut off. So you should have vacuum in one side, no vacuum on the other, because the, when it opens is when you're driving down the road to to put mm-hmm. uh, the hydrocarbons because you're burning hydrocarbons or fumes off of the canister through that valve. So okay. The reason it's your oxygen sensor was on was because that valve would open when it shouldn't. Now it's flooding the engine full of fuel that shouldn't be there. The O2 sensor says, what the heck's going on? And kicked the light on. And when you went to the parts store, they said, well, it's an O2 sensor. You should have one of those. And you put it in, and it didn't work. We see that time and time and time again. So you have So I shouldn't, I should, the the lack of vacuum or or if there is vacuum, it should it would be on the back of that valve, that purge valve, not the hose, but the back of the purge valve, right? Yeah, the you're gonna pull the line off of the purge valve yeah. that goes back to the canister. And yeah. 
If a car's sitting there idling, there should be no vacuum. There. Correct. On from the purge valve, should Correct. be no vacuum. Yeah, you bet. Okay, okay. Hey, hey well, that that helps. Yeah. Um, it maybe we're sounds com- like the last. And maybe we're complicating it too much, but maybe we're complicating it too much. But you're on the right track. You're on the right track. Okay. You replaced the one in the back. Uh, the only thing I would say, as far as replacing that that uh, that purge valve up front, is uh, don't don't head towards the cheapest one because you'll be doing it again. Yeah. So, um, you know, I had um, oh, what was I going to say? The uh, oh. Every now and then I'll get a message on my uh, dashboard that says tighten gas cap, you know. And is that a result of that bad purge valve too then? It could be. Um, it's telling you that there's an EVAP problem. May it be your purge valve, vent solenoid, um, you know, any one of those things in that system. Um, okay. The only other thing I'm going to throw in there is check the filler neck really good. These ones, once in a while we'll see one that's cracked. Yeah. But oh, that's okay. the only other thing that I can see. And, I mean, you might have to get down there and take a couple things apart, but there's a large section of that that's solid, and they'll get a crack in them here and there. But, I mean, it's a simple. You can put your eye on there and see it. So yeah. be- between the between the tank and the top of the, uh, like, where the cap is, look for a crack? Sure. Yeah. Okay. There, there or, yeah, right there or the filler neck that runs from all the way down to the tank. Filler. Yeah. yeah, give that and a then, look. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll do the. I'll check those things out. Thanks. You bet. Appreciate it, Paul. Appreciate the call. Yep. All right. We're going to take a quick break on the Mr. Mechanic Show. We'll be back just in a minute. Okay. We are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show. Five five eight eleven ten is the numbers to get in. We got a few open lines for you. So give us a call. We'll uh, get that question answered for you. We're going. to Blast right back into the calls. John's got an 18 Encore, Buick Encore. John, thanks for waiting. What's going on? You guys are amazing. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. On Wednesday, my fiance and I left in her 2018 Buick Encore to go to Vail, Colorado. Mm-hmm. We made it all the way to Georgetown, and the Encore vapor locked. Hmm. I pulled off at Georgetown, and there must have been a higher person with me. Uh, I turned a right corner and found a mechanic working on a motorcycle in front of this old building. Bam. Pulled in there, told him what told him what the car was doing. He says, "Is there a check engine light?" I said, "Nope." He says, "Shut it off. Let it sit for an hour. Start it up and get the veil." He said, "You may have the same problem again." I, you know, I have old cars. This is her newer car. It has 50,000 miles on it, and it's driven in severe conditions, highway, dirt roads, and city. The car cooled down, made it to Vail, no problems. My daughter got married. It was the most beautiful time. The people in Colorado are amazing. Yeah. We headed back yesterday, came back all the way, almost all the way back, and check engine light came on. When it vapor locked, it quit running. It did. At Georgetown, we had to pull off. I said, we have to get off this interstate now. The check engine light came on. We made it all the way home. No problem. I told her she lives out of town, and I live in, in, in Lincoln. Um, I, she's coming to town today. I said, 
I think once it cools down, maybe it'll clear itself out. You start and do what you're going to do tomorrow, pick up the dog and go to the grocery store. The check engine light was still on. She went and had it checked. It was a P2635 fuel pump control module requested MIL illumination. Of course, they tried to sell her a fuel pump for $300. She called me back the next stop. She goes, the check engine light went out. Think I'm going to be okay? Uh, you're, you're, well, you're going to be okay till there's a bigger problem. But <laughs> I think you yeah. already kind well, of when know I read that. About the, when I read about the code, you know, it, it said this was a big code, you know, and fuel pump. And we, it, to make the story even longer, uh, and the last guy kind of reminded me of, the, making the story longer, is she had an 06 Pontiac Torrent before this, and uh, we ended up, the mechanic ended up putting a shield back there to keep the dust from going into the, it, it just kept getting, filling up with dirt in the fuel system and stuff in the back. So it was, it was, it was a pain. So how many miles, yeah, how many miles are on this? There's 50,000 miles on this, and this is the Biggest trip that's ever made. It's only been to Omaha and back. That's it. Yeah, and I would imagine a few. Uh, they're talking about a, there's there's a fuel pump module, there's a fuel pump driver module in this particular car. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure is probably going to have a high high. Uh, uh, it's going to have a low pressure pump and a high pressure yeah, high pressure pump, pump is what I was going yep, go yep, after. Yep, so yep yep. So I'm gonna almost bet that you're going to have an issue back there with a connection, something like that. I'm going to doubt right. that it vapor locked on you. Yeah. Fuel injection can that. vapor lock because I've had it happen to me before on a fuel injected car. But it's, I agree with Kyle, you got a bad connection or you got a fuel pump problem. Yeah. Now, the bad mechanic himself said, he said, he said, um, um, I said, this is a new car. I thought, I told her, I said, I thought the computer would figure out where we're at and how we're changing the air temperature and all this. It was 5 o'clock in the afternoon when we hit the mountains, and we came through Denver, and it was horrible traffic. Um, but he said, no, he said, it happens all the time with these newer cars. Yeah, I've, I've had fuel, I, you know, in fact, I had the same kind of situation happen to me in uh, Fort Morgan. And uh it was a hot 102 day going through uh, eastern Colorado, and I had vapor lock on on a fuel injection car. I had end up spending the night there because it was like, well, what the heck? I'll see what happens in the morning. And then it was fine after sure. that. But I'd never sure. had a problem with anything else prior to that truck, before that, and after that. So, yeah, yeah. I, there's I, never been nothing wrong with this car. It's been just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just totally impressed with this car. Um, but this. Like I said, though, it does get dirt roads every day. And the first time we gassed it up, I gassed it up on the way to go. And I go, you don't have a gas cap. And I said, I know. I work, I worked at a gas station as the manager. And when the new cars came out without gas caps, I was like, okay. But because of the way her car is used, there was a lot of dust, you know, back by where you put your gas in. Right. And I'm going, I don't know about this. But the, the code went out. Cars running fine. Um, I did read, like you said, electrical connections, relay, a fuel rail module, maybe. Something's, um, something's and maybe the Yep, agreed. Okay, uh, agree, so agreed with what you're it. saying. You know, a fuel pump relay, I mean, it could be heating up. You got hot that's getting underneath there. That fuel pump's kicked on and off, you know, 50,000 miles worth of time. You could try yep, that yep. as a preventative maintenance. Um, right. You may have, like, I agree with Kyle on the bad connection, and or you might have a fuel pump that's 
potentially failing, you know. Okay. Yep. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. I, should we just drive it for a while? See if code comes back on. I have a, a clear. I can clear the code. We she went over to the local place and had them read it. Of course, they don't clear it. Um, I would. I'd drive I would. It until it Should I clear it out with my, my my mind first and, and then see what happens? You bet. Hey, you guys are excellent. You're worth every penny. And why don't we make this a two-hour show? Because this hour does not last long. <laughs> Been saying it for years. <laughs> I know it. I know it. It's different on inside this side of the mic, though. Let me tell you. Oh, I, oh, I'm sure it is. You got to go back to work. Back yeah, that's right. Appreciate the call, All right, John. Thank you, guys. You bet. Please, we're blessed to have you. Bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the Mr. Mechanic Show. Hang tight. We'll be back in a minute. All right, we are back on the Mr. Mechanic Show. We're going to head straight into the call because Tim's been waiting a while. We appreciate you waiting, Tim. Got an 06 Honda Accord. What could be wrong with that car? Well, I'm hoping you can point me in the right direction on that. Okay. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, good morning to you. Appreciate what you do. Um, always, always enjoy listening and learned a lot from you and your callers. So, with this 06 Accord, it's got the V6 engine, about 176,000 miles. I'm the second owner, and when I bought it, the ladies, the not our mechanic, the dealer was telling her that the oil filter adapter had a drip had a leak and when i took it to my mechanic they said they ruled that out but we've been through uh oil pan gasket an aftermarket oil pan and then finally a honda oil pan and new gasket there's still a leak it's lessened but there's still a leak there they've they put dye in it and the last time I had it in, they said they found a plug up higher on the engine that they suspected might have been seeping a little bit. They took that out, resealed it, but it still has, it'll still drop about a quarter or half dollar size spot every, like maybe not every night, but every two days it'll drop mm-hmm. that over over on the right-hand side. And it's always been in that that. That same general area. This is this is a timing belt motor, isn't it, Kyle? Should be. Yeah. Well, we about fifteen thousand miles ago, we did the did that cover and the water pump and all of that. I, I was going to say, it, over in that era, I mean, they had a they had an oil pump right there in the front, mm-hmm. and that oil pump there's a in, so they did pull that cover off. Or they, like, well, or, they did the did, did you, the timing chain belt whichever it has yeah. and the water pump about yeah. 15,000 miles ago. Yeah. Yeah, the bottom of that where oh it runs off the crank, that's your oil pump housing. It is. And we see a lot of those and you'll think it's the oil pan because it's going to run down and of course it hits the oil pan goes all the way around. Yep. Of course you got a leak that looks like an oil pan. That's exactly what I was going to say and Kyle okay. Kyle's already been through it. So done a it, bunch of them, it does it, it or not. It does. Yeah, it comes high. It it the the leak is high. Its leak is slow, and then by the time you clean it all off and look at it, it looks like it's coming from the pan because you can't stand and you can't stand there and stare at it twenty four seven until you finally see it drip from high. Right. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what we've done. We 
pull so, the timing belt and, and uh, back off of there and the water pump and that lower oil timing cover housing, I guess, mm-hmm. is really what you say. There is they call a, it an oil pump cover. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Some they, weird name for it. There's seals back there. It's not a silicone. Yeah, it's like a weird-looking O-ring. That's, yeah, that, that O-ring back there is just getting flat, as all O-rings do, and it's causing okay. just a slight seepage. That's oil. The oil pump cover, then. Yep, it's yeah. in the lower. That's, so of that, so when you have the timing belt and water pump and crank, it's just right, but there's a cover. Yeah, it kind of right goes below. around your crankshaft. Yep. I mean, it looks like just a bottom piece of the engine. Yep, it's you right. You pull it off, and you got an eccentric on the back side. That's your oil pump. That's your oil pump. It's right below the water pump itself, so you probably don't have to replace the water pump again. Um, it's just that, and you won't really have to replace that housing. You just have to get all new seals for it, crank seal, the seal for the back, and what, you know, applicable okay. seals. Okay. I will point them in that direction then. Yeah, yeah. That's that'll, what I would yeah. do. That'll solve your problem. As long as you've covered everything else, that's your last yeah, stop. And that's usually we're, we're, that's usually your last stop because uh, that's the most expensive stop. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. We was just at a, at a loss, you know, and I've been racking my brain. I was wondering if there was some, you know, uh, crankcase recirculation hose that cracked and carries some, you know, uh, mm-hmm. vapor, oil vapor in it that might have just been leaking very slightly. And, and once, been, Yeah, and then once they got rid of, uh, once they went away from timing belts over to timing chain, that whole design changed, and uh, and it's no longer a problem beyond that. Now you got one huge cover that covers everything. And all right. And then you have a different problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, I, I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully that's our last stop then. Yep. Appreciate the call, Tim. I, uh, thanks for hanging on the line. You're welcome. Thank you. You bet. All right, we're going to head over to Pam. Pam's got a 11 Ford Fiesta. Pam, what's going on today? Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. And um, I was out in my car, and I came to a stop sign, and I stopped. Then when I tried to go forward, my car would not move, and it made kind of a funny noise, but I thought it was because I was putting on the gas and couldn't get it to move forward. I turned my car off, waited a few minutes, turned it back on, and then I was able to move forward. I went about a mile and a half or so, and I have warning lights that come on, like all of them. And I also had a message saying that um, I had a transmission malfunction service immediately. Uh, a tow t- truck was called. It was taken back to the dealer, and they told me that a sensor had went out. They replaced that, and when I got my car back the next day, I drove it uh, maybe eight or nine miles, and um, I parked it. And then when I got back in my car and tried to go in reverse to get out of the parking lot, um, I couldn't get it to move again. So I turned it off once again. I let it set for a few minutes, and then I started it up again, and then I was able to back out. Um, My destination that I was going to at that time was just like two or three blocks away. So as I went there, 
my lights come back on saying that I've got uh, transmission malfunction and all these lights are on. So I parked the car and called the tow truck again and had it taken back to the dealer. Now they are telling me that it is an external transmission control module that has went out. And they first told me that if this is what it was when I had that sensor replaced, that Ford would cover that because there is an issue that there has been for a long time with the Ford Fiesta, which I wasn't aware of, and one other model of hers. And um, especially, you know, the year of my car fit right into the ones they were saying, like from 2011 to 2015, something like that. So then when I went back to, or then they called and said that no, Ford would not cover this, that I would have to pay for it. So then the gal from the dealer said that she would call Ford and appeal it. Well, then Ford said that, yes, that they would cover the cost of it. Uh, the only thing is that it's going to take two or three months to get this part for my car. And, of course, I can't drive it in that time. I would assume so. Uh, the dealer still has my car, and they have ordered the part. One of my questions to you is, could this external transmission control module made that first sensor go out that they replaced? Doubt it. I'm going to doubt that. I'm going to bet that that was the problem all along. I'm going to bet that that was the problem all along. This they, every one of these cars has a bad transmission control module. Yeah, this car had a bad transmission and a module before you bought it. Yeah, they, they were sold that way. They were put on the lot and sold that yeah. way. Ford knew they had a problem before they even put them out on the lot. Um, yeah. and it's been a big deal along with them. And I think they're they're happy when now that they're kind of going away. But uh, g- good that they're they're stepping up to uh, take care of it. Uh, only after you pressed them, they should have already been taken care of that before. This is a a, a uh, this is a scenario that I've heard played over at least 50 times when I've had somebody tell me, or at least the people telling me this thing, this is just 51 here. So, yep, everything you have is is right on mark. The transmission control module is is what makes that transmission speak to it, make it work, and do everything it needs to be doing. And they had problems internal in the transmission. They had problems with the the, the transmission controller. So It was all bad. Zero yeah. miles on it. They were all bad. Yep, they were. And it's just been an ongoing deal, and they've been just, they're, they're slowly waiting for them to just be gone. Kind of like there's another, I think it's the Ford C Max, too. They can't wait for those to be gone, also. Yeah, they put that transmission <laughs> in a lot of vehicles. Yeah. The my, Escapes, the Fiestas, the Focus, the Transits. Yeah. Yeah. They, it just okay. it was a known yeah. problem. So, wait, it depends on how you want to do it. Uh, you know, the, the parts are getting kind of tough at times, especially the modules. They're, they're very slow to being being built and get out there to the to the public. I'm, I'm waiting on parts for certain things, too, that shouldn't take that long, but it's part of what it is. So get it fixed and drive it or get it fixed and find something different that's not going to have another problem. 
Okay, I have one other question. Okay. Um, the first time I took it in and they put the sensor in it, um, my bill was almost $700 minus an oil change. Ask, ask them um, to apply that back. Say, if that didn't solve the problem, I, I need to be uh, kind of reimbursed or credited back that amount for the repair that's going on now. That's what I would do. So I'd, I'd be happy yeah. to pay for the parts. But uh, Well... And well, as I said, Ford is saying that they will cover the the uh, external transmission control module now. So m- my other question was, um, will I have? They told me if that was the problem, that I would not have to pay for it. But then, with thinking about it, I don't know. Am I to be expected to pay labor charges for that? Well, I tell you what, hang on, Pam. Hang on for just a minute. Quick break. We got, we're got we up against a hard break. Sure. I got to take it, so I'll, I'll be uh, back in a minute. So, Mr. Mechanic, we'll be back in a minute. The Mr. Mechanic Show is powered by Buchanan Service Center, 79th and Dodge and 50th and Dodge in Omaha. All right, we are back at the Mr. Mechanic Show. We are uh, Buchanan Service Centers, 80th and Dodge. 50th and Dodge, guaranteed breaks, 49th Avenue and Dodge. Stop in, see us. We'll help you with your problems with your cars. Uh, we got Rick. Rick's got a 13 F-150. Rick, what's going on today? Rick, you there? Well, Rick, Rick will come into play here. We lost minute. Rick. Nah, Rick's out there. We're just not sure where, where he went. Nope. Rick left. Oh, call back, Rick. We'll we'll, we'll take your question. Here, here's an interesting article. <laughs> Read this, Kyle. This is kind of funny. Um, there's an there's a uh, a lake next to the Miami International Airport because there are a lot of things because they want to make it look nice. Yeah, but it's not like any other lake. I think they were looking for something. And what they come across so far is 30 submerged vehicles in this lake. Okay. <laughs> so apparently if you uh, stolen a car down there in Miami and didn't uh, were done driving it, I guess you tossed it in this lake. Yeah. So they were out there looking for something. Don't really I'm know. I'm not going to wait in line at this rental car place. <laughs> I got a plane to catch. <laughs> oh, these, these were from all over the place. There's an... 80s Cadillac. There's a you know anywhere from a 22 Nissan. You're right. It's uh, there was yeah something, that was a rental car. Yeah, there was something stolen from uh, you know something down south. It just yeah, it's like well, <laughs> it's just it's just an interesting. So you know if you've ever flown into Miami, I'm sure you've seen, but you can't see it from the top. I mean, how yeah. 30 cars in a lake is quite a bit. Yeah, you, you would have think you would have seen somebody between now and then. That would have. Uh, How big is the lake now? I don't know. I don't know. It just it just was a funny kind of. There's no farm pond if it's got you know, thirty cars in it. <laughs> oh, you'd think you'd see something floating on the top of this, wouldn't you? You'd have some sort of fluids coming out. Yeah, I mean there'd be some kind of scenario going on. If maybe there's a car in there. I got a, I got a website that I look up kind of crazy things about cars, and and that just kind of came across my. Huh. You find one or two. You don't find thirty. Unless yeah, that's there's a lot. unless there's a flood, 
I mean, so. two years ago, there wasn't 30 cars on the dealership lot. I know, and they're all <laughs> on the bottom of this lake since 1981. So uh, that's what I thought. Great. We're going to head over to Rick. Rick's back, 13 F-150. Rick, what's up? Hey, good morning. Good morning. 13 F-150, great truck. Monitor, the information panel, or the, I call the monitor dashboard, went out the other day. Going down the interstate, it just went out. No information. It does light, like when you power it up, or, or when you're when you're driving the car, mm-hmm. you can see a light in it, like it's a whitish screen, but it's blank. I can't get it to read any info. I can't select anything. I did try. Oh, uh, I, I found a hack online. If you push the power button and the in the uh, Right arrow, advance button, and hold them at the same time for 10 seconds. It's supposed to reset it, but that didn't work. Well, I think you you know these, these screens turns out to be, they're just no different than your television. You know, they're LED or LCD or, or uh, plasma screens, and over a period of time, they just lose connection at the back, or they have a printed circuit yeah. board that's on there that kind of goes bad. You may uh, want to check with okay. Ford also. Some of them have some reprogramming that might bring of it back to life. Yeah. Front control display module, and it may be worth the phone call because it looks like it may be under a warranty status, possibly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, the sometimes fact that I can get surprised. a faint light. What's that? Um, the, the the fact that it, it, it will light. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think it's completely burned out, or, or maybe it's just wishful thinking. But well, and there uh, may be some so, software to kind yeah. of fix what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, you got some backlighting that's going on, and then you probably have some other powers and and uh, grounds that are actually working the the infotainment part of it that, that you see pictures off of. So, uh, yeah, that, I agree with Kyle. Is it? call forward see if they've got a firmware update that goes to that maybe it brings it back to life if not i think you're with all the potholes around town you know it's not inconceivable that it could (laughs) jar it and cause it to go bad those potholes get blamed for everything yep well you you know thank you thank you bet (laughs) i'm gonna gonna save that for next week all right we uh 558-1110 is the numbers to get in i'm bob kyle call us next week bye Thanks for the workout. I feel so stiff, but look at you. Yeah, I use Stretch Zone. Stretch Zone? Oh yeah, Stretch Zone's practitioners helped my husband with his chronic back and sciatic pain. He's gained more rotation in his golf swing and the pain I had in my hips and neck are completely gone. Really? Really. Stretch Zone has two convenient locations in Omaha and is local first responder owned. Go to StretchZone.com and schedule your personalized consultation. Bring your spouse and ask about the shared family plan. I'm going to StretchZone.com now. No talking in class. <laughs>